0: Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kempakis, your host. Today's episode features two of my past guests together. They've been friends for years, and I've watched them both thrive both in college and after college, too. I'm proud to call them friends and also have them here for a very timely and relevant topic. For those who have followed me for some time, you know that my writing has grown up as my daughters have grown up. As my girls enter new seasons, I grow a heart for those seasons, and that's why I've started writing more in recent years about preparing and going to college. My guests today have been there and done that. Mary Lauren graduated from Auburn, and Mary Frances graduated from Alabama, both two big SEC schools. And today, they both work in Birmingham and empower girls to the work they do through ministry. If you enjoy this show, please leave a five-star ratings or review wherever you listen. And share it so that more girls can know the truth about their identity and their worth before a college campus ever starts to define them. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome back, Mary Frances and Mary Lauren. Um, and so excited to have you two together, and to be my guinea pigs. Now that we have three microphones for the podcast, <laughs> I'm
1: Big in history over here on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. I, I, I'm kind of worried about our length of time because we all three could talk all day long. I know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try really hard to be concise and um, to to stay on topic this time. Us too, praying
1: the Lord will help us choose our words carefully. (laughs) That's right, that's right,
0: that's right. Well, you know, I have a big heart for college girls, as I mentioned in the intro, and I know that both of you do too, and that's why you do the work that you do. And, you know, what I want to talk about as we start this conversation about helping girls kind of get their minds and their hearts in the right place as they go back to college, whether you're a college freshman or sophomore or junior or senior. um, I want to just kind of touch on a, a video I saw a while back um it was about some girls that were headed to college. And as I watched this video, there was one thing in particular that really broke my heart and it really just stayed with me even as I was going to bed that night. And it was this beautiful high school girl talking about her hopes and expectations for college. And you know, she looked like any other high school girl. She just had stars in her eyes and just, you know, that you know, just that um optimism about what the future holds that we all do at the start of a journey. Um, But basically what she said, and I know that this is such a common mentality, not even not even just starting college, but starting, you know, a job or going into the real world or starting a new chapter. But she said that, you know, I can't wait to get to college to figure out the person I want to be because I don't really know who I am. Mm -hmm. And it was just interesting because in the work that I do with teenage girls and moms and especially with my own daughters, I'm like, that is the exact opposite of Mm -hmm, what I tell them, or what I recommend. You know, I just think you need to be, especially your senior of high school, like that is the time to be so firmly rooted and knowing your identity in Christ, knowing your worth as a child of God, because, you know, you're entering a new season, you're entering the real world where that's going to be challenged more than it ever has before. So that's what I want to, you know, get your opinions on since y'all have been recent college graduates and, you know, helping girls just really know, like, what does it mean to find your identity in Christ? And, you know, what does it mean to like, know who you are before you ever step foot on a college campus?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is something that I think all of us see in every stage of life. Where, I mean, I talked to little middle schoolers who are like, "I can't wait for high school just to really discover who I am," and then they are super disappointed in high school, and they're like, "Well, at least I have college coming up. Maybe then I'll figure out what my identity is and who I'm supposed to become." And then they're disappointed in college, and they're yeah. and we just both graduated college last May, and we have a whole wave of friends here, and. We fall into this, too. I feel like... Oh, 100%. Even believers Mm -hmm. fall into the trap that, like, we all try to put our identity in things and people and places and opportunities that aren't the Lord, and at the end of the day, if we try to put our identity in anything and any person that isn't the Lord, we will be disappointed, and the Lord has reminded me that so many times, and... I just think it's a lie that never goes away until you learn that only Christ satisfies and who you are in him is the only thing that doesn't shake. Um, you will be disappointed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: I feel like it's especially hard, to going into college because it's almost like everyone asks you, like, oh, where are you going? It, like, you know, oh, are you doing Greek life? Like, you know, what all are you up to there? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it almost becomes like an ever-evolving question of, like, oh, I'm going to Alabama. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, and you answer those questions so, like, continuously that it almost just becomes, like, who you are, um, or, like, you start to think that's who you are, because, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to Alabama, oh, I'm going to do this, so you just start to, like, that becomes almost, like, your personality trait of, like, "Um, oh, yeah, I'm rushing, you know, da 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 Uh It's going to be so great. That's where I'm going to meet my friends, which, like, you do. Right. And it's so great, and it's so amazing, and there's so many benefits. But Mm -hmm. you can't let that be the only thing that maybe you're looking forward to, um, of, like, having the letters in your Instagram bio. Right. Um, Because it's temporary, you know. And I
0: think that that's something. It's not like you're – 50 years old and still talking about, you know, mm-hmm. what Greek letters yeah. were for, you know, <laughs> exactly. it's still important. Yeah. And I mean, I'm like, most of my best friends from college were in my yeah. sorority. All yeah. of them really were. And so, in a, you know, and y'all know, too, you can really grow in your leadership mm-hmm. ability and your right. opportunities yeah. and have those priceless experiences. But... You know, I think what I think what we're all getting at is that you know our expectations for life, and that sometimes what's keeping us from enjoying the present moment and mm-hmm, finding yeah. God's hand in our present life is that we're pinning our hopes and dreams on the future. Yeah. Yes, and so it's like we keep thinking there. There was a movie a few years ago. It was I think it was Susan Sarandon, and the title was Anywhere But Here. Yeah, and it was this mom that kept taking her daughter all over the country because she was never satisfied. You yeah. know, it like just always. Going somewhere new, hoping for mm-hmm. something new, yeah. and I think we can spend our whole life like mm-hmm. pinning our hopes and dreams, and yeah. then when it doesn't go according to plan, yeah. you know we fall apart because we don't we're lost. Yeah. And right. so it really is it's, it's the control freak in all of us, yeah. like you know thinking it's supposed to be this way uh-huh. instead of you know trusting God, which right. is so hard, yeah. it's so
1: hard. But the earlier you get that ingrained in your heart, the better, yes. <laughs> Cause yeah, because it'll just be a shield and protection for every season of life. And it really does take a private conviction and like a strong connection to the Lord to walk this out because Mary Frances, you're right. Like no one is, um, well, everyone is asking like, what's sorority, you know, like, what are your plans after college? Like, what do you want to major in? Like, um, they look at your Instagram, like those are the things that are so talked about. So it really does take a deep private connection to the Lord to really have this in your heart and to walk it out and to let that be the filter for everything else because your sorority and your job, um, and your friend group all those things are such gifts from the lord but we view those things as our fulfillment instead of like our enjoyment i guess and that's where things get tricky because yeah yeah, we're setting ourselves up for disappointment when we put too much stock in the things and people around us yeah yeah Mm -hmm. That's
2: so true.
0: Yeah. And I think, too, that, you know, I'm working on a new book right now for Moms Raising Daughters. And one thing I'm talking a lot about is teaching her to be a light. Mm. And that's something we don't really think about. And I think even when we go to college, we can go to it or to a new job. You're going into it like, what can it do for me? Mm -hmm. You know, how is this going to benefit me? I'm going to find my best friends. I'm going to find people who help me discover who I am, all of that. And so. Really, I think the healthier mentality just Mm -hmm. think is how can I bless others, you know, and praying. So, okay, if you are going through rush, God, you put me where Mm -hmm. you want me to be, you know, Mm -hmm. put me in the house or with the girls where I'm supposed to be a light and I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to impact lives. And I think if we can shift that mentality to more of like a mission mentality, true, yeah. That you know, it, or if you're not going to college, if you're doing something else, trade school or something after yeah. high school, like, yeah, how can God use you there? And it's not about like how people are blessing you, yeah. but like you being in a place because God needs His people in every situation, in every organization. I love and that. Especially if it's not a Christian group, that's an even bigger opportunity mm-hmm. for you to be a light and to draw mm-hmm. hearts to Him just by the way you're living your life. Yeah, I feel like, too, if you're going through recruitment and, you know, you have your hopes and
2: dreams on one house and then it lets you down and you go in and you have this mentality of like, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. This is the worst time ever. I'm going to immediately transfer all these like negative self-talk, you know, like, oh, I wasn't worthy to be in this other house. You know, I wasn't pretty enough, skinny enough, whatever it is you start to compare yourself to these other people but instead like you're saying having the mentality of like okay the lord placed me in this house for a reason Mm -hmm. right i mean i could meet this girl right here yeah get to know her impact her life she becomes my maid of honor one day you know you just like never know what you're put in but i feel like if you're yeah if you like shield yourself off to like oh this isn't doing anything for me i'm not in the coolest house you know Mm -hmm. i don't I don't right. really think I'm going to vibe with anyone here, yeah. then you're not going to make the most of your, so like, the situation that you're in at all. So right. true.
1: Like idolizing a thing instead of, you know, worshiping the Lord. Because when you idolize the thing, when you don't get it or something lets you down or plans change, it, like, confirms the lie. Yeah. Like, you're not good enough or that didn't work out because A, B, and C. But when you believe in the Lord and, like, put your hope in Him, it's like you start to see the reality that, no, He's working everything out for my good. Yeah. Like, yeah. He doesn't waste a thing. Like, He uses everything. Um, and I love what both of y'all are saying because, like, the Lord loves sorties. Like, He loves college. He loves opportunities for us to, like, go new places and try new things. It's not like, you know, the Lord wants to, like, take all that away. Because I think for a long time I was like, well, you know, or I hear this too in a, a lot in people that, They think they just, all right, maybe I just can't rush at all, or maybe I just shouldn't go to college, or I shouldn't even... And that's not true. Like, the Lord cares for us to be in the right place more than we do. And it's not that He wants to take anything away or withhold anything good. He just wants to give us the best, like, possible version of His plan. Mm -hmm. And we don't know what that is. Like, only He knows. And so when you have that kind of mindset, even the disappointments and the things that feel like a loss will actually... Will actually be able to realize that was a gain. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. I didn't see that in the moment, but I can look back and say he was so sovereign over every detail of that plan. And there's just a peace that comes when you're like praying to him and submitting things to him.
0: Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. um, including like nothing's too small to be submitted to the Lord. Like your sorority you're going into, like he wants to be involved in everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's not that he doesn't care; it's actually he cares more than you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and just Mm -hmm. you, and when you're you're going to find that peace if you can just go into it with open palms instead of clenched fists like it has to be this way or my life is over if plan a doesn't work and i know that we as moms can add that pressure on girls so it's like we have got to trust that and it reminds me of a mom um i met one time I i go to different communities and i was asking her i was like you know what's the biggest issue you see in your community and she's like i think I see so many moms and girls living in a state of preservation mm. that it's just about like you know they see friend groups shifting and they're kind yeah. of panicking so they're like buying tickets to concerts and planning trips just to try to force that group to stay together mm. and we're both talking about how like we've all been there you know that like you don't want to lose that security especially when it's been something good but suddenly it's changing which life changes but we're talking about when you can submit it to God and be like okay God I'm gonna even if I my friend group changes or you know this unstable situation doesn't get better and i'm alone i'm going to trust you mm-hmm. and we were talking about how there's freedom on the other side of that state of preservation you know and like yeah. so many times you see god had something so much better planned yes yeah. and you can leave that old state and still have a good relationships with those people even if you're not mm-hmm. best friends with them anymore yeah but just really trusting his plan and knowing that where he has you even if you're not 100 percent happy you know things mm-hmm. are nothing's going to be perfect yeah. but he still can really use you in a powerful way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the promise in Matthew six thirty three that he says, when we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, all these things will be added to you. Like that's just a promise I clung to um, throughout high school and college and still today. It's like, it's a promise that when you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, he will add what you need to keep doing that. You know, like the place you need to be in the friend group um, you need to be a part of. But yeah, I think, If any of y'all are on the way to college, about to get ready to move in, (laughs) this is the perfect time to do this because everything's about to change. Like, you're leaving everything that you've known your entire life. Like, the consistency of your family, the covering of your house, you know, like the city you're in, the places you go out to eat, like, all of it is about to be. It kind of feels like a carpet is getting ripped out from under your feet. In the best way, though, and that's the sweetest time or the sweetest opportunity just to latch onto the Lord. Yeah. You know, like a crazy person. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because he
1: stays the same. Yeah. Seasons right. come and go, but he lasts forever and doesn't change.
0: Yeah. And even when, you know, when Ella was going through Rush two years ago, I was like, you know, sometimes I can look back and say, this was good advice. This was bad advice. But yeah. I think this was helpful advice when I was giving her going through Rush. I'm like, you know, I see it now on my end, but mm-hmm. I'm like, just enjoy it. Like, yeah. Yeah of course, you will never meet as many people as you're going to meet in college. And I've said it before, like I have so many people that have come back into my life through my writing and they have planned events or they've led book studies Mm -hmm. and they were not my best friends in college, but they were acquaintances, just people I knew. And I had no idea I was building a network because I was just having fun and meeting people. Mm -hmm. But I was like, even when you're going through rush, you know, even if it's a house where they don't know you or you don't know them, like don't just be like, you know, let's just get this over with. Mm -hmm. Like
1: meet the person and enjoy enjoy it. And like- True. I was like
0: what's going to happen is like you know you're going to be at a party you might be at a fraternity party six months later yeah and you don't know anybody and then you look over and you're like oh there's that girl oh, Mary who yeah. took me in at the so-and-so house That's like so we really that, that really <laughs> happened <laughs> and that happened like she went to several houses that you know that she didn't end up in and that she didn't know anybody but she's like but I loved the girl who took me yeah. in oh, yeah. and she would tell me we had the best conversation and mm-hmm. it wasn't about like just that one goal of yeah. like where she's going to end up it was like going in with that open attitude like I'm just going to meet people and have fun and I think when girls can take the pressure off themselves and look at it like that and like I'm just going to go in and have fun and I just want to meet people that I might you know might not see again for another year but Mm -hmm. God might Uh bring them back into my life somehow even if we do not end up in the same sorority I think and it's also going to help you be yourself and not think you have to impress them you know and be somebody that you're not even
2: on like the other side of like rushing the freshman year girl like if you're listening to this and you're about to go to um, <laughs> um spirit week like being the one who is like really intentional getting to know the PM, walking through the door like they are so nervous mm-hmm. and so scared and have never done this before and you might be a sophomore but, and have done this one time but like if they don't go to your house not holding it against them and like so yes. if you see them yes. alone at this or at the fraternity house or walking to class or struggling in a building because yes. they just started their first week of classes like walk up to them and help them because yes. i feel like a lot of times it's like you act like you have this 60 minutes of like I want to get to know you and then you're you're almost like bye see you later you know like maybe you don't like Really want to get to know them after that, but like really forming like an intentional relationship yeah. with them during those twenty minutes, and then yeah. when you see them struggling to find their class, like walk up to them and be like, "Hey, Mary Lauren, like, do you need help?" Yeah, because like you oh, are I mean. going to completely change that girl's yes. life yeah. <laughs> in that first day. and that
0: and that's what gives sororities and so Greek life a bad name. Yeah, and you're so, I mean, I can think of so many of my friends that had everybody had stories like, "Oh yeah." so and so they rushed me so hard and they did this yeah. and this and this and then after I didn't pledge they didn't talk to me again mm. you know and I yeah. like that's what makes it feel so fake yeah, yeah. and all of you know so it's what gives it a bad name but yeah. I'm like yeah be that person like mm. that's how you are a light it's yeah, like it yeah we wanted you they're lucky they got you but I'm yeah. gonna keep being your friend like right. don't put
2: your eyes down walking to class
0: yeah <laughs> and even like you, you know, can at least smile at
2: them if you forgot their name and say hey yeah
0: and I just, I just think the way True. that we do respond to those disappointments on the other side too like you were talking about and and this is fresh in my mind because it was one of my daughter's friends that um that she had was one of her friends was going to go to this certain school with somebody they had the roommate thing all lined up and everything mm-hmm. and and she had met the roommate the roommate was so sweet she's from mississippi and um, her friend ended up getting into another college like it was a week before they were doing picking out their dorm rooms mm, yeah. so anyway she was so worried and felt so bad cuz she loved her roommate and she was, she was so worried telling her about it mm. and her roommate's response was so gracious and so sweet and she, i mean it was her instinct because you could tell yeah. she just has such a kind heart and she's like that's okay She was like i'm happy for you you told me that you were hoping you'd get in and um i still want us to be great friends oh, and awesome. i just thought you know for an 18 year old to respond that way yeah that's not typical you yeah. know and my daughter's good friends with this girl and i'm like good keep being friends with her yeah because that's the kind of heart you want yeah. you know somebody that is not just going to love you for a certain reason or because you're going to the same school or yeah. might be in the same sorority but she can kind of see that bigger picture yeah
2: mm. i love that mm-hmm. that's amazing
0: So I think the the first thing that we want girls to know is to really just firmly root yourself in God's truth and not public opinion. And, you know, I think about, you know, I'm like, we need to be, you need to be really rooted in who you are and knowing your worth and what God says about you in the Bible. Because the world can be so mean these Mm -hmm. days, not just on a college campus, but in the workplace and wherever. And I keep thinking, you know, if you're waiting For a college campus to define you, you know, or 18-year-olds to tell you who you are, you know, that's going to be a rocky ride, especially Mm -hmm. with social media these days. And I just think about, you know, you know, a girl or a boy, you know, you can be very naive at that age because you don't Mm -hmm. have the life experience. But if you're looking to a college to define you, then what's going to happen is, you know, what's going to happen when you do get dropped by certain sororities, mm-hmm. or if a boy uses you for a night one-night stand, or you have a professor who tells you you're dumb or incapable, you know, like mm-hmm. you're leaving yourself open to human opinion, yeah. mm-hmm. which you don't know what those humans' experiences are if God's in their heart. And so that's why I think it's so important to be mm-hmm. firmly rooted that if somebody says something that you know is not the truth, that you can talk to yourself like, you know, that's their opinion of me, but I know that's not the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what God says about me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so easy to notice in ourselves and in other people when someone's emotions like rise and fall based on how other people view them. It's just an up and down roller coaster when you are basing your confidence in someone's opinion of you. But there's just like an unshakable joy and freedom when you know the words of the one who created you because that literally never changes. And, you know, with that kind of heart posture, people can praise you and like hype you up every day and like it doesn't really stick as much because you already know that you have approval from the one who made you and on the same token people's criticism doesn't like destroy you mm-hmm, because yeah. you know that like <laughs> you're fearfully wonderfully made like you're the head and not the tail he's set you apart for his purposes and That's just something to remember that the Lord's purposes always prevail. Um, And yes, I think that's so true. Just when you have that, you can enjoy things instead of waiting for like the end of something or like surviving through something or struggling just to get to the last day of rush. It's like you just start seeing joy in every moment and purpose in every conversation. It's just so much better that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It really is. (laughs) We're laughing because it's just so true. Like, there's just a freedom and an abundance that comes when you live according to what God says about you, not what other people say.
2: Yeah. I feel like it's so crazy sitting here. I feel like it was yesterday that we were going through all of this, but it also feels like so relevant, even like having a job. I don't know. Like, even as we're just talking about this now, I just feel like this is like something that you struggle with throughout your whole life. Mm -hmm. And like, like Mary Lauren's saying, just like knowing who you are in the Lord is the one thing that's going to prevail always. Yeah. And it's just so crazy that like looking back, this is just like such a thing that people struggle with yeah. and mm-hmm. you just always have to remind yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a one-time
1: decision. Like, no. yep. Now I know who I am yep. in the world, <laughs> yep. and I'll never need to remind myself again. And like my feelings will never get hurt again yeah. or someone's opinion won't weigh heavier than his. That's not reality. Yeah. Like there's not an arrival point of getting this down. It's like a daily renewal. Like, mm-hmm. A constant renewing your mind, you know, and like Romans 12 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. And that is something that no one is exempt from. Yeah. Like, we all have to renew our mind daily with this. So we're challenging ourselves along yeah. with all of you. This <laughs> <Yeah>. is... <laughs>
2: This is a self reflection too. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I mean it, and I was telling y'all before we started, I mean like it doesn't it probably can get worse out in the workplace. Yeah. And even yeah. a woman who's planning an event for me, you know, when I I talk to people that plan speaking events and I'm always like, Tell me about your community, tell me about things people are struggling with and, and she was just sharing a story about um Her daughter works at a a place where they just hired a new young person to come on board and her daughter was excited because Mm. she thought this girl might be a really good friend to me they're both young out of college and they uh, posted the girl's picture you know announcing her new position at the company and the Facebook posts were so ugly and hateful and I'm like these are grown adults talking about a young woman's appearance it was they were harping on a facial feature that they didn't like And I'm like, that poor girl, (laughs) she's 22 years old, so excited to start her job and, you know, something so superficial that people Mm -hmm. don't like your, you know, your eyes or your hair, whatever it is. They're going to town and it used to be you know in my day and age if somebody had that position I, I think people might write into the station or whatever mm-hmm. but it wasn't posted publicly for everyone to see yeah but now y'all's generation I mean people can just share their opinions and they're mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm always like what is wrong with people mm-hmm. like who does that I just I don't understand it but the post and the comments got so ugly they had to take the post down mm. and so I'd, I'd share this as a message for you girls or boys or moms whoever's listening like you've got to be so strong in your identity and just rooted and that's why this matters more now in the world that we live in than ever yeah. because people are going to criticize you and yeah. and remember i've seen this quote before that you'll never see a statue of a critic you know like you'll never see it they'll never be memorialized like it's such a you know critics they're they're It can cut so deep, but, you know, what they say really doesn't matter. It's not going to hold any eternal value, but Mm. you don't remember that in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so just really clinging to that truth that has lasted for the past 2,000 years and will last for the next 2,000 years that, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't change. And that's the comfort and the peace that we have in God's truth. So true. I love that.
1: Yeah, and it goes back to what you were saying of, like, choosing who has a voice in your life and who doesn't like that's one thing we can control yeah is like whose voice weighs heavy in our life and whose doesn't because some people just you know cry their eyes out and lose so much sleep over someone's opinion who really like won't even be in their life in two years you know or like but they, they won't even see you know after college and it doesn't that just honestly speaks to the power of words and everyone has power in their words um and so you know words can be hurtful no matter who's saying them but I think a lot of freedom comes when you realize the people that you choose to listen to and that you choose to, sp- to let speak into your life, um, that that really roots you in truth, too. Because you want to hear from people who love the Lord, who yeah. see you rightly. Right. Um, whose eyes are, you know, on the things in the Spirit, not just the flesh, like the outward appearance, like that poor girl that you're talking about. Right. I'm um, like, I pray that she is not like you know having an identity crisis over those random critics on instagram you know it's just at the
0: start of her career yeah Yeah. i mean
1: that's just hopefully that setback will just root her more firmly in her faith Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just learned that people are going to talk about you literally no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> yes,
0: they will. They I, will find something Someone always to has something to say. Literally. <laughs> yes. And, and I, people can look at the same thing. Yeah. And have totally different opinions. And even oh, yeah. so true. We had, I thought this was a good example a few years ago. I was with the girls. They were all four little. They're in my car. And I think we we're getting like Wendy's drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And you know, they have two windows at the drive-thru. Yeah their first window, she was so rude, she was the one taking my money, like, eh, blah, blah. and I'm thinking, Am I doing something? you know? <laughs> and then we drive, you know, two seconds forward. The next person could not be any sweeter, yeah. you know. And I'm like, Y'all did I change in those two seconds between the first window and the second window no I'm the same person yeah but look how differently those Uh two people treated me you know like it's not you it's like it's people where they where they've been and what their experiences have been and their hurts and their wounds yeah and just so many people are not doing that inner work to work on their heart and what's going on inside of them and you know anger and hurt is going to look for a place to go and that's yeah. what's so important for us to work through our issues because if we don't yeah. we're either going to take it out on ourselves or we're going to take it out on other people mm-hmm. and that's what come that's what the hurting world that's yeah. why we're seeing people be so mean these days
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: so pray Truly. pray for someone if they're if they're doing that the way i look at it too if somebody is mean to you or saying something ugly like how they're talking to you is how they're talking to themselves yeah. and i mm-hmm. always think at least you can get away from that you mm-hmm. know you can go to the people who you trust yeah. and the people who you want to have a voice in your life like you can get mm-hmm. that affirmation but you can't leave that voice in your head yeah. you know and I think that's why we're supposed to pray for people that are yeah, so really. seriously. because think how they must be talking to themselves if they're doing that to other people
1: yeah for so long my goal was just for no one to say anything about me and then I realized that was such a I was chasing the wind trying to desire that because people are literally going to talk no matter what you do no matter what kind of decisions you make Mary Frances and I were talking about this earlier you know like Some girls will be like, oh, she parties too much. Or like, oh, she tries to be holier than thou. Or like, if you're trying to, you know, follow the Lord, people might say, she just tries to be a good Christian. Like, it's just people are going to criticize and gossip and talk no matter what. So don't make your goal to like have no one say anything about you because honestly that won't happen. Just my prayer is like, Lord, help me see myself rightly. Like, help me view myself the way you view me. Because in that kind of heart posture, like, Um, I see, you know, I'm filled with confidence at the, just the way he loves me and despite me and despite my flaws, but I also view myself humbly of like, I have so much to work on. Like I'm not perfect, nor is the goal to be perfect, nor will I ever be perfect. But, um, it's just asking the Lord to help you view yourself rightly. You'll be able to recognize like the lies from the truth.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. I'm such a people pleaser too. I feel like that was something Mm. I struggled with so much was like being on a good page with everyone. Yes. But like you're saying, you can't also control Mm. people's opinions or thoughts. Yeah. Like you can't get in their head and (laughs) say the words that they're going to say, even if maybe like you didn't do anything wrong or that's what you're thinking. Like they still might think you did the worst thing in the whole entire world, you know, like, and you can't control that you didn't even realize that they were in town to go to dinner, you know, like you just pulled in from the airport, Yeah. you know? So like, so I feel like true. that's so hard to get wrapped up in there. like mm-hmm. I'm always trying to make sure everyone's good, everyone's good, but you really just have to yeah. focus on like what the Lord says about you and not what other people do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you And also knowing that. that you can always like you can always get better. It's not like any of us are perfect and we can't be perfect in people's eyes too. Yeah.
1: You're a really good picture of what that looks like to have a balance though, because Like, I feel like some people are like, I don't give a rip what people think about me. I'm just going to do me. And it's like, that's not really honoring to the Lord either. Yeah. But then it's also not good to like worship, like how people view you or feel towards you. Because like the balance is like what you said, to care about people and like care about their hearts, but also to like check yours. And like, if your heart was pure in a situation, like you should have like the confidence to be like hey i'm so sorry like i can see how you saw it this way but actually like this is what i was thinking yeah and that's not at all reality so it's good to care but just to only weigh the lord's opinion at the highest mm-hmm. you know like because that's how you can have peace when you fall asleep but like yeah. you know all your friends could be mad at you and you feel innocent but it's like okay lord um please help me put this into words to my friends and like yeah. Um, you like point out if there's something to like apologize for um, and thank you like for giving me peace if there's not you know like that's mm-hmm. the only freeing way to walk through stuff like that
2: I feel like too going into college it's like yeah, a really good like what you're saying is such a good reminder because you're meeting so many new people mm-hmm. like what I'm saying so like you almost want to make sure you're on good terms with every single yes. person because these are all your new friends who don't really know like the depths of your heart yet yeah. um, and so like you know in your rogue high group you know you don't you want to make sure everyone loves you knows you all this stuff but like also they might be hurt that you got a house back and they didn't or mm-hmm. right. they might be hurt that you know y'all went to dinner on Thursday night together but you didn't even realize like yeah that she might have had plans with her you know like you yeah. just don't ever know I feel like it's such a good reminder uh-huh. just going into school meeting new people who maybe don't know like you're your intentions yet. Right. Um, yes. Of just like having yes. Like pure conversations with them too. Uh-huh.
1: Even just like trying to prove myself. Like I remember mm-hmm. I like had my identity rooted in Christ. But going to Auburn freshman year, I was like, I have to prove that I can have so much fun with everybody all the time. And I just like wore <laughs> myself out trying to like entertain everyone. And like now my friends look back. They were like, You were on crack freshman year. Like what <laughs> I like didn't sleep. But it's just crazy, like Yeah. I just, it took a lot for me to realize, which I think is our second point, that there's literally nothing to prove. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing to prove, nothing to lose when you're walking freely in Christ. And, like, I didn't need the whole world to, like, know me as someone. I needed the friends God picked out for me before I was even at Auburn you know to like get closer to.
0: Right. And it and I think girls have such a hard time with that because we're yeah. such perfectionists by nature mm-hmm. that we want to be perfect and we want everybody to like us and it's exhausting, you yeah. know. And if you live that life for long enough, you're going to just be depleted and drained and that's not how God created us to live. Yeah. Whereas if you're just doing what he's calling you to do and we all are called to different things to be a light mm-hmm. in our own unique way. The people, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're going to attract the right people. It's going to attract the right boys, Mm -hmm. the right friends. Like, it's going to attract, you know, light will attract light. And, you know, that's even one of my prayers I got from one of my daughter's friends, one of the moms of my daughter's friends. And I pray for my girls, like, pray for light to find light. And I just think that is one of the best prayers for a daughter or for mom or anybody. Like, if you are trying to be a light, pray that you meet other people who are also trying to be a light and it goes back to you know getting your feelings hurt like we all get our feelings hurt but some more so than others and the key to that is to not being like offended by everything you know like we all have to give each other grace yeah and assume the best and mm-hmm. we live in a world where we automatically you know jump to the wrong conclusions or yeah. assume that somebody intentionally left us out which they might have but i'm just like Whenever possible, I'm like presume the best. I would rather presume the best and be wrong, but yeah. my heart's at peace so than true. always being skeptical of yeah. everybody yeah. because it comes out in the way you treat people yeah. and that mm-hmm. pushes people away. Like mm-hmm. I just see that hurts so many relationships because you're needy and insecure and, mm-hmm. and I even thought I even think about like with my girls, like it's so interesting because there's four girls, four different grades, each grade has its own dynamic and one of them has the best grade dynamic and it is like the dynamic shows in kindergarten like it's just mm. crazy like like whether girls get caught up in girl drama whether they get their feelings hurt like one grade one of my daughter's grades it was like it was like crazy drama from the get-go and like, you know it's just it was just more dramatic than your typical grade another one it is like so easy mm. I mean they were the type even in kindergarten they could hear that these two spent the night together and they're like oh yeah no big deal like just rolled off their shoulders But I would sit there and ask myself, like, what is the difference? Like, what? And a lot of it was the parenting and the way that the parents handled it. You know, the moms were very strong and didn't get their panties in a wad, you know, Mm -hmm. and didn't automatically assume the worst and very insecure. But I was like, these girls are just more secure. I've seen it so many times. And I'm like... The ones who are more secure, and even now my daughter, like these best friends are still her best friends, but they're in different friend groups, but yet they can kind of mingle and go in and out. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's real friendships. And so I'm like, when you are secure in yourself and in God and Christ, like, you're going to have those better friendships, and you're going to have people that want to be your friend because you're not clingy and insecure, Mm -hmm. but it's so hard to get there, you know. Um, But I do think if, you know, we can work to really make God our rock and to really find that security, I've just seen that really if that is the foundation that a girl is building then you can say okay it's not about who likes me it's about who can I go bless like Mm, people are hurting these days you know like they are struggling and they may not be showing it on the outside and when you're confident and kind of feel like you're in a good place you're ready to go help somebody Mm. and be that blessing to them yeah and I just think that we live in a world where everybody's thinking about themselves and they're not really thinking about what they can do for others Mm -hmm. that servant's heart and that's the disconnect there Mm. yeah and then I think a third thing that's really important when you're going to college, and this is whether you're a freshman or older, whatever age you are, is just looking for real friends and also a faith community. Like that is such a key component because we are talking about you want the, the truth being spoken over you. You want uplifting voices, uplifting influences. And I'm not saying you can't find, you know, a, a wolf in sheep's clothing in the church because you certainly can. And that's, you know, that happens all the time. But You know, just being, you know, plugged into a faith community can make all the difference in Mm -hmm. giving you that security and helping you grow closer to Christ so that you can have that strength to go and pursue other relationships.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't matter how secure you are or confident you are in the Lord, you'll still forget, (laughs) you
0: know, like, Mm -hmm. you'll
1: still have moments, excuse me, you'll still have moments where you doubt, like, is this really true? Like, do I really have a reason to be confident in who God created me to be? Like, is this more real than everything that i see with my eyes and we all have moments like that where we forget and that's okay it's just we need to make sure that we're going to faith-filled people and community and friendships um that do view you rightly and who remind you like no this is who the lord called you to be Mm -hmm. like this is exactly where he has you you know like um, You were born for such a time as this. Like, even mm-hmm. Proverbs 17 says, like, a friend loves at all times, and a brother was born for a time of adversity. It's like f- godly friendships um, shape us, you know? Like, we become like the friends we have. Like, show me your friends. We'll show you your future. We've all heard those quotes, but it's so true. Like, the Lord didn't create us to do anything alone, you know? Like, um, He said that it wasn't good for man to be alone. You know, like, He just wired us for community and to be a part of— the body of Christ with him at the head and um yeah so this is definitely something that every person needs it doesn't matter how rooted or confident or spiritual you are
2: like we all need community yeah and faithful friendships I feel like too I've we've been saying a lot if you're driving to campus right now um especially as a freshman like go ahead and you know look into what opportunities churches youth groups ministries yes. that there are yes. um and like have those on your mind and go the first Sunday because you could meet someone that could literally impact the rest of your time but I feel like when you put it on the back burner of like oh I'll go after football season or mm-hmm. I'll go when I get back from winter break um it's just yeah. gonna be harder to jump in and also mm-hmm. you're it's gonna be so great for your first semester that's so hard and you're away from home and all these things if you mm-hmm. go ahead and get into a community of people that are pouring into you and wanting to meet you at the campus coffee shops when you have a hard day yeah. after your first exam yeah. um and so I feel like going ahead and looking for that and having kind of like that on the forefront of your mind is so important and will set you up for such like success with friends and community.
1: It definitely Mm -hmm. takes intentionality like to not settle just for like the feel good friends (laughs) because a lot of girls go to college and it's pretty obvious you're going to gain some, I like to call them the feel good friends because they just like feel good, like no one's really talking about anything serious. It like makes you look good to post all these pictures with them. Like there are friends who, you know, are um, great on the surface level, but they don't go that deep. And that is fun for a time, but then at the end of the day, like, we need friends who aren't afraid to, like, call us out Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. friends that love us too much to, like, watch us keep on sinning. Because, you know, I know that um, there are a lot of people out there who struggle and they immediately want to go to someone who, like, affirms, like, the wrong thing. Yeah. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. when, like, you know, you're doing something wrong. And, instead and you, of going, know, you know
0: exactly who to go to. Yeah. Tell you, You're doing fine. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and
1: like, that's fine. It feels good, but right. it doesn't get you anywhere. Like you won't grow. You won't become more of the person God's calling you to be. You won't be set up for thriving after college. Like that will just be a short lived surface level, um, pretty dry friendship after a few months and years. And so you don't want to, you don't want to settle for those friendships. You can have them in your life and like pray for those friends and mm-hmm. witness mm-hmm. to them, but you also, like Mary Frances said, need to be intentional about looking for the God friendships that, like, He prepared for you before you got to Auburn, and they might not look like the friends you expected, you know? Yeah, like, right.
0: <laughs> leaving your, like, leaving yourself open, because yes. I think, especially with social media, they can say, oh, I want my friend group to look exactly like that, and right. I want us to take this exact trip together, and yeah. you can get so fixated, oh. and again, you're pinning your hopes and expectations on some future, mm-hmm. you know, thing that doesn't exist yeah but I think about too, and it was um something that Sophie had gone to earlier this year her senior year it was a mom who spoke it I think it was big time mm-hmm. and she just came home raving about the testimonial she gave but it mm-hmm. really impacted the girls who were there and she was talking about when she went to college this mom she was like I just want to have fun friends you know like that's all I want and she found her fun friends and they had a great freshman year but then her sophomore year her mom got cancer And her friends were basically like, you know, we just want to have fun. Sorry. They basically bailed on her Mm. because they're like, that's just that's too heavy. You know, we can't handle that. Yeah. And so she was all alone. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, she kind of had to start looking for some other friends. And she was very lonely, Mm -hmm. like when she needed the most. But, you know, she found some other friends and these were more faith minded friends. And they were the ones that really helped her during her mom's cancer journey and Mm -hmm. all of that. And those are her friends who are still her friends now. Yeah. And so just know that, that, you know, especially if you're new to college or wherever you're going, that you might not get it right at first. And, you know, and I think that girls sometimes think, you know, if you realize that a a friend's not good for you, you think you have to make this big announcement. If you're pulling away, (laughs) withdrawing, like, no, you don't have to do that. Sometimes you can just pray for God to help you. Like, God, I just, I don't think I'm in the right place. Like, these are not the life-giving friends that are helping me become my best self, you know, and so you can, like, Still love them and still yeah. kind of like pursue other friendships and, but and even a, a guy the same thing might happen like I know a guy who was you know pretty wild his freshman year and had fun and had this group of friends but. They were not very motivated, and, you know, this guy knew that he had to make it. Like, he was paying his own way through college. He had a scholarship. He was working. Like, he didn't have any family money or anything to back him up, and he realized that his friends were not really that motivated and driven, and he saw another group in his fraternity that they were together, and, you know, they had their act together, and they were studying and doing well in school and having fun, but... He realized that those are more the friends he needed to have. And so he really started pursuing those friendships more his his sophomore year. And those are still his lifelong friends. And Mm so, you know, it might hit you at different points, you know, if you make a mistake with friends that like, okay, I can still love them and have fun with them, but these might not be my lifelong friends, you know, the best influences for me. That's so true. So looking for friends in a faith community. Um, the next thing, just really knowing, and I think Mary Frances, we talked about this in our episode of, you know, preparing for college. is just, you know, before you step foot on campus, just knowing clearly what you will do and what you won't do. Just being very clear-minded about that before you ever go.
2: Yeah. And just, like, going ahead and even if you just write it down and you have it in your journal that is going to be your journal for freshman year, just, like, having that daily reminder of, you know, your boundaries and also it could be like your aspirations too of what you what you really want to do and what you look forward to um but knowing beforehand always helps you just like we're even talking about our identities like having you know like you have to be prepared going into it or else you're going to immediately be swayed you know Mm -hmm. by the world by the decision whatever it is and Mm -hmm. so just knowing beforehand is going to ultimately yeah really impact you and yeah. impact every decision that you make
1: yeah you have to be careful not to let your situations dictate your convictions mm-hmm. and instead to let your convictions dictate your situations um because yeah it's really easy to say like i'm not never going to do this oh i would never go that far with a guy i would never get to this point point. and then before you know it like you're in a situation and you're like well like it's easy to let the flesh kind of take over in certain situations." And so it is cool just to go ahead and decide beforehand, like, this is what I'm going to do. And then even to share it with one or two people and be like, will you hold me to this? Yeah. Like, will you remind me if I get in a relationship or if I'm struggling with this temptation, will you remind me, like, this is what I'm standing for? Because if you don't stand for anything, you'll pretty much fall for everything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
2: I love what you were saying too earlier about friends and having people who hold you accountable because. I feel like almost your whole – or, like, will call you out because basically your whole life you've been growing up in a household where you are called out. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you're on your own where everyone's, like, praising these actions that maybe you would have never imagined you would do or people would do. And so So having the people who will hold you accountable is so important. And also, yeah, like, knowing what you – do and don't want to do but then also giving yourself grace like so true not letting you know these so-called scaries define define the rest of your life and Uh and letting that decision that you made at a swap Mm -hmm. freshman year you know reflect and dictate the rest of your four years there like you can turn a new page and start over the next day and completely be
0: you know do the do the things that you want to do after that mm-hmm. that's so true and, and you know and i've talked about that in 10 truths is like get comfortable with being uncomfortable like yeah. you're going to be uncomfortable in life you know and yeah occasionally even now i might go to an event or something i'm like oh my goodness i don't know anybody it's been a while since i've been in a position where I'm like i don't have anybody to talk to but you know we all have those awkward moments in life but especially in college i think that that's that that uncomfortableness can make you do things that you might not normally do but just yeah push through it and I always love the saying you know five seconds of pleasure isn't worth a lifetime of regret you know and and you do you do have this freedom but it's like you want to live within the boundaries of wise freedom Mm -hmm. you know just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something yeah right and again that's why you need your friends because everything can get upside down Mm -hmm. and it doesn't what what you might think looks kind of crazy on the out as an outsider looking in once you're inside of a culture and what gets normalized even Mm -hmm. if it's not right you kind of get immune to it and you kind of lose that perspective of like, no, that's wrong, you know, because it's so common. So I think it does take a lot of like really just kind of pulling away and being quiet Mm -hmm. with God and reflecting and like saying, what is my heart telling me? Yeah. Yeah. You know, And just thinking, okay, if you're making decisions or you're on a path and you just cannot find peace, like that's the biggest clue that something's not right. And when I don't have peace, that's when I'm always like, God, what is it? You know, (laughs) like help me, like help me. Analyze this. Like, right. I don't want to like ignore it and push it away, which uh-huh. is the temptation is. But like, something is keeping me from having peace in this situation. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And usually, it's because you're making a decision mm-hmm. or you did something that's not going to bring you peace. Yeah. yeah. So, like, paying attention to that.
1: That's such good advice because we all like we feel those little promptings and convictions. yeah And the challenge isn't feeling them; it's like responding to them and being like, "Lord, actually, like, help me know what to do with this." Um. And another thing I think of is just. We need to know what freedom is because like Mary Frances said, when we leave our homes and we go to college, like so many people are just so excited for freedom and like you, you can have full reign over your decisions when you go to sleep, what you do with yourself on the weekends or during um, the week, you just have full reign. But I think it's really hard to remember and so important to remember that it is for freedom that Christ set us free and he calls us to stand firm in it and not be burdened again by yoke of slavery. So things that might seem like freedom actually lead to bondage, you know, yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. And the things that seem like, you know, maybe a discipline or like it kind of seems like the ways of the Lord might hold me back. Not only is is that not true because he withhold's no good thing from those who seek him and it's the enemy who came to steal and came to destroy. He came so that we might have life and life to the full. Um it's actually the most freeing joy-filled life when you are following the convictions the Lord gives you like that's where freedom is found knowing your life is in the hands of the maker of heaven and earth and, um, yeah, I think it's really important to pay close attention to what your friends are celebrating. Yeah. Because it might seem lighthearted, like, oh, it's just a lighthearted decision. We're in college. This is the time to do A, B, and C. But actually, it's way deeper than it seems. Mm-hmm. And you reap what you sow. So, like, whatever you're sowing to in college, you will reap later on in life. Yeah. And so don't believe the lie that it's all lighthearted. And don't believe the lie that freedom comes from doing the things you want to do in the flesh. Um, right. And make sure you have friends who celebrate that God thinks. Because it's easier. It's easier to make bad decisions when everyone around you is hyping it up and making it lighthearted and funny. But it's really not funny Mm because you're going to reap consequences from those things. um, And you'll reap benefits from sowing to the Lord. That's so true.
0: And I do. I mean, I've met a number of women just in my work. Like I had several have come up to me at events. And I mean, just trying not to cry. Just mm-hmm. talking about like I'm so I'm having the hardest time forgiving myself, especially mm-hmm. now that they're raising daughters and they know what they're trying to teach them and what they want for them, they cannot forgive themselves for things that they did in college or regrets from the past. And I mean, I'm like, that's where freedom in Christ does come, and like yeah. we've got to have that grace for ourselves and know that, you know, we can bring it to Him and repent and ask for forgiveness and He can make us anew. But, you know, I'm just like, if you could see. You know, sometimes it's, you know, God will forgive any mistake if we're yeah. truly sorry for it. But like us trying to forgive ourselves, especially as women, can be like a lifelong struggle, you know. And so yeah. that's, that's what I often think about if somebody is off the rails and like, oh, like I just hate it because I know I've seen the regret on the other side. And it's so hard to forgive yourself, yeah. you know, and that don't want that for anybody but everybody has you know their own path and that is where the freedom comes is like really giving that to god and knowing he can use even your mistake or your pain or whatever Mm -hmm. and i feel like too speaking that over your friends like there's so many times looking
2: back on college when people would you know come back and they're like oh my gosh i cannot believe i did that or like oh my goodness or like actually sit like I've just like heard stories even of like someone sitting someone down and be like I cannot believe I did this I'm having the hardest time ever and being the friend who's like yes you're set free like. You are not held by this. Like this yeah. is not going to define your four years here. This is not going to define who you are. Yeah. This is not define your life. And like being the friend that can speak the life over that over yeah. a friend yes. is so Huge. impactful. And instead of just being like, oh, I cannot believe you did that. Yeah. I have yes. a video of it. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. And but also like,
0: like being that friend that like takes up for them. Yeah. When everybody else is talking. Yeah. You know, like that's willing to do that. That's so big. Yeah. Yeah. True. There was even even in the mom world, there was a situation a few years ago. I loved with this mom. Friend Friend of mine did but it was a friend of hers who made a huge terrible mistake and you know she they've been friends for a long time and she 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 let her friend know that she did not approve and the friend was very regretful of her decision but she was like she knows i do not approve of what she did i was very upset and everything but she continued to be her friend yeah and people would ask her they're like how can you still be friends with her after what she did and she's like because that's not the friend i know hmm. and i always love that i'm like that's that's a true friend you know wow. that if you are you do make a mistake, you do get off the rails, but they know your heart. And everybody else might not know that because they're just seeing that mistake. But I'm like, yeah. that's the kind of friend we all want. True. Yeah. You know, like, that's not her. Like, that's not the friend I know. And she, you don't know how regretful she is because mm-hmm. she, it's, she has seen that regret. She might not be showing that to the world, but yeah. she knows the truth of what the mom is struggling with now. And I don't know, that just always stuck with me. I was like, I think that's the friend we want to be. And yeah. that's the friend that we all need because we're all going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. and get on the wrong road and you just hope you have those friends who show you the grace and yeah. then point you back to Jesus and help yeah. you find the right kind of freedom you know not yeah. the freedom of like let me go do whatever the heck I want to do But that freedom of, like, I am no longer a slave to perfectionism or people-pleasing or, like, thinking everybody has to like me or thinking plan A has to work out. And if it doesn't, my life is over. Like, that's slavery, you know, that you are
1: Mm -hmm.
0: bound by this fear of things not going the way that you think it's supposed to go. It's, like, that freedom of knowing, like, I can just do my part. I can do my best. It's kind of like with writing. Like, you write on I write it and I've learned to let you let go and you put it out there and it's like beyond your control at that point Mm -hmm. and it's like so freeing to be able to give something to God and like okay Mm -hmm. now God like here I am how are you going to use me you know what do you want what blessings do you want to bring into my life or want me to give to others.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why we're wired for community, because when you speak life into someone like that, Mm -hmm. it gets realer in your heart, too. Like, I've noticed that because you have to know the truth to speak the truth. Yeah. And it's easier. Sometimes it can be easy to believe it for someone else, but to not believe it for yourself. Yes. And it's like almost it's uh, different people have different struggles with that. But um, just believing that what Christ offers us is for everyone, like Mm -hmm. all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And like you know, he, the Lord is not slow as some understand slowness. He's patient, not wanting anyone to perish. And so just something that helps me believe the truth for me is speaking it into other people and being like, this is true for you. And somehow it builds my faith. And I'm like, wait, I'm no longer a slave to this either. Like, like that's why we need a community like that, um, to build us up.
0: Yes. I tell I, I tell that to moms all the time because I'm like, moms, you can believe, all these things you're teaching your daughters about how much god loves them unconditional yeah. love forgiveness mercy grace all, like we can forget we can believe it so easily for our children but i'm like do you believe that for yourself like yeah. do you believe you're as loved as you're telling your daughter yeah and they don't you know like yeah like we have a hard time believing it about ourselves that's the greatest so testimony
1: to a child is like seeing their parent like i know my mom she's been like my whole life she's like i'm not perfect I've never raised you, and I need grace just as much as you do. Like, it's, just, it's so freeing, like hearing your mom say that and really believe it, because you know, you can't hide whether or not you believe it. Like, right. It, shame shows itself you right. know, in the way you talk to yourself and other people and all that. But yeah, the goal is not to be perfect, it's to know that you need grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if we can all agree to do that, like, I think this would be a way healthier, life-giving
0: world. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So then I think our our fifth point that we talked about is just what girls should know, going to college, whatever year you're going into, is to find people you trust and respect and ask questions. And I have a friend here in Birmingham and she always tells her kids, you know, smart people ask for help. And I've heard that before. Like that is one of the most important things your child can know going to college is to not be scared to ask for help, Mm -hmm. whether it is help finding your class or help because you are struggling with an addiction or whatever it Mm -hmm. is like, don't, you know, bring it to light. Don't be scared to ask for help. Yeah. And, you know, everybody wants deeper friendships. I mean, I get that question all the time, but I'm like, that's often where it deepens is by like being vulnerable and asking for help like that start like people want to feel appreciated Mm -hmm. and needed and like you respect their opinion Mm -hmm. yeah and even as a mom i mean you know when i had one that was going to auburn i had you know certain moms there i'm like i am sorry to bother you again (laughs) like they were instrumental and like just giving like all these like mom tips and things that you're not going to find on the internet like like, just the mom advice is awesome yeah and then you know, and then with another one going to Alabama. I've had my other little set of moms there. They're like my go-to's, and they have been the biggest blessing. And I've gotten deeper friendships, you know, through those questions. That you just never know how God's going to use those relationships. So, you know, just not being scared to ask for questions, and know that it doesn't mean you're dumb or weak or like mm-hmm. vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That that's really you're smart if you're going to people who you trust, like I said, and respect
2: yeah, to answer true. your questions. I feel like, too, having, like, how we were talking about the accountability of friends, that's so important of, like, starting your friendships. Like, obviously, when they're rooted in Christ, too, they're going to be filled with more vulnerability and, like, openness to hard conversations, mm-hmm. but also being ready for that, like, freshman year. Um, I feel like, like, we were talking about the fun friends and, you know, the the Instagram friends and all of that. Like, it's so easy to get caught up in that, but when you have the friends who you feel, you know, really comp and comfortable around and asking the questions like you're going to grow so much more than just maybe acting like you have it all together acting like you know the answer to the question or Mm -hmm. you know like when you have the worst day of your whole entire life just going to your room and sitting by yourself like that's Mm -hmm. just going to yeah. ultimately you hurt more people yeah. and hurt yourself too so just going ahead and talking about it in the yeah. first place is so important so
1: true it's also so much fun to be an older girl and to have little girls ask you like yeah. about things yeah like, yes. we love that like there's nothing about that that's like annoying or like no. you're so stupid how did you not know that it's like yeah. we lo- like it's so much fun to talk about your experience and like your mistakes and like, again, it all goes back to what the Word says. Like, freedom comes from the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's, like, true for, you know, coming to know the Lord, but also just for everyday things. Like, yeah. freedom comes when you just talk about your experience. And, um yeah, bringing things to the light, what you and you just said, both mm-hmm. of y'all. It's crazy how, you know, we can convince ourselves into a whole that, um, you know, if we don't tell them, then, like, we won't be, like, they won't think of us in a bad way. Or, like, if I just keep it to myself, maybe it'll go away and i will avoid pain or like embarrassment but it's just so crazy how that is so like the enemy this just goes back to your last point but I feel like it needs to be said that the enemy is the one who wants you to like keep it in and like yeah. isolate yourself and believe a lie that you're the only one who would make that big a mistake like you should be feeling shame for that like that's who you are now it won't change like all those lies keep us isolated and keep us from enjoying like walking in the light as he is in the light and First John says like when we do that when we walk in the light and like bring things to the light like what Miss Carrie said we can enjoy fellowship and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin it's like of course the enemy would want you to keep mistakes or like bad decisions in your head and heart because just like bacteria in the dark it grows and festers and like affects the way you view things and speak to other people but if you do bring it to the light it loses its power and now it's something that god can use you yeah. know to grow you and to glorify himself like mm-hmm. he'll use everything even sin yeah Yeah. even the yeah. things
2: we're most embarrassed about and our biggest regrets god wants to use those yeah and the enemy knows power and community so like he's yeah. literally like hide in your room don't tell anyone literally yes. but when you go to your friend and you have an yes. older girl who ultimately speaks life into your life and then yeah or light into your life and also tells you about how mm-hmm. that was one of her biggest struggles freshman year and then all of a sudden you have this huge conversation yeah that impacted you and your roommates when you walk back to your dorm
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's just like yeah. the greatest thing ever that maybe you would have not known had you not yeah. gone yes. out of your room and not listened to
0: the lies yeah yeah and if somebody is not receptive to your questions or they make you feel dumb that you're just asking the wrong person yeah exactly <laughs> like don't take it personally yeah. like just Don't let that stop you. If they're not receptive or they're making you feel that way, just go. That's not the right person. You know, just pray for God to help you find someone who's going to give you that life-giving conversation. Yeah.
2: My favorite thing senior year was all of my friends lived in the house, and we would all eat lunch downstairs on Mm -hmm. these long tables together. And all the freshman girls would come rolling in, you know, on Thursday after class and it'd be before a date party, especially the first one or at the beginning of the year. And they would ask all these questions about, like, date parties or classes or game days. It was before things had really gotten started. Uh-huh. And I just remember thinking, like, how much fun it was that we could be the ones to, like, sit there and talk to them. Yeah. And also get to know them. And then you would see them at the date party with the guy that they were maybe really nervous to ask. Yeah. And you kind of knew the whole story uh-huh. of it, that maybe I should stand here and talk to them for a little bit longer because <laughs> yeah. they were nervous. Uh-huh. Um, but it was always so fun, just, like, especially having just the community of, like, mm-hmm like Mary was saying of like older girls always want to answer questions like yes. I think that that was like my favorite part about college was just getting to know the mm-hmm. younger girls that really. were so nervous and excited but didn't yeah. know things and not like we know the answer to everything at all no, but yeah. it was just like we've been there and yeah. it's like how we look to people who are a step ahead of yeah. us to yeah. answer questions about our life and yeah. um, you know jobs and post-grad and all of that it's just nice mm-hmm. to have someone that can always you know kind of help you and tell you like here's how it might go here's how it will go you know
0: yeah, yeah I was just, that you know, and I think everybody is craving purpose in life yeah and like that's how you find purpose is when somebody comes to you and you're like oh well I didn't think that I could help anybody but actually you know here's something and yeah. it's like life changing from them and you're like I yeah. didn't realize that that was such a big deal so and, true yeah. yeah and that's how God created us to live too mm-hmm that's I love so good. it. I know. Well, y'all are awesome. I think this is going to help so many people, and um, I know. I don't know. Some might be listening to this, you know, now. Some might be listening a few months from now. You might be about to go to college for the first time, or going back for your second, or third, or fourth, or maybe even your fifth year. But <laughs> whatever season of life you're in, we just pray that um, you see God's hand in your life, and you feel His goodness in your heart, and that you just don't lose sight of your the power that you have to to be a light to others and to bring his word and his truth to others and to to look at it, not necessarily how others can be a blessing to you, but how you can go to college or a new job or wherever you're going and be a blessing and a light to others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe we'll just end with a prayer yeah. and then we'll go from there. Okay. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day. I thank you for Mary Lauren and Mary Francis and all the wisdom and experiences they bring to this table. And, God, we just pray for every every girl, every mom, every person who's listening to this. And you know the struggles and the fears and the anxieties in their heart, God. And we ask that you just give them the calm and the peace that only can come from you. We ask that you just let light find light. We pray for light to find light and for girls and college students to build community with each other and to find strength together and to uplift and encourage each other and find those friendships that point back to you and that show your goodness and um, bring your light onto a college campus and to the workplace and wherever they go after that. Uh, we just praise you for your goodness. We praise you for the strength and the truth and the joy that we can always find in Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, I well, thank that. you, girls. And we're going to come back. We'll figure out our next topic. But I know that um, there will be a lot of demand to have you back together. So <laughs> thank you for this. This was the a fun. Marys. That's right, the double <laughs> Marys. That might be how I coin you from now on. <laughs> So we can say Mary, Mary Francis and I can say Roll tie. Yeah, so Mary Lauren, I can't say it, but I'll, you can. I'll hit him with the War Eagle. Yeah. War <laughs> Eagle. So many blessings to all of you who are listening. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow the Girl Mom Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen, and leave a ratings or review so others can find these messages too. Also, my new book for moms called More Than a Mom, How Prioritizing Your Wellness Helps You and Your Family Thrive, is now available everywhere books are sold. This book is for girl moms and boy moms and full of encouragement no matter what season of parenting you're in. Find the link to this book and my other books in the show notes. Thanks again for your support and have a great day.